Hello, everyone. This is Pause for Parenting, brought to you by Paradis, Parent Education for Development in Barbados, and this radio station. I'm Cicely Clark Richmond, Director of Paradis. Paradis is a non governmental organization established with the primary goal of addressing the challenges faced by parents and families in Barbados. Assistance is provided through a wide range of programs, which include classes in parenting designed to educate parents in all aspects of child-rearing practices to help them to positively impact the lives of their children. Paradis promotes strong, cohesive family life, which includes working towards life goals, imparting values to promote positive family life, and practicing work-life balance to include entertainment, reading, play, and to bring balance to life. Paradis also provides private and confidential individual and family counseling. These sessions are designed to assist clients to identify the root problems affecting them. Our other flagship program is the Community Outreach Program. We will be happy to assist your organization, be it a school, place of employment, church, community or sports groups, to talk to parents and young adults about parenting. Call us at 427-0212 or email us at admin at paradise.net with your requests. We also offer a parenting class where you can learn how to keep your child involved in positive, wholesome activities. Classes are held on Wednesdays between 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. and Saturdays between 9.30 and 12.30 Hello, everyone. I hope you had the best Christmas ever as you celebrated with family and friends, the coming and all that it represents of the one and only Jesus Christ. Today on Pause for Parenting, I believe this program will be inspiring and uplifting as we start off this brand new year because both my guests have inspired all who have heard of their actions and their story. Unless you've been living under a rock, the name Carisha Skeet and Carrie Skeet should ring a bell to you. Carisha, because of her actions last year when she assisted an elderly man on the bus who was having a seizure. And her mother, Carrie, because what she has consistently instilled in her daughter. For her actions, Carisha received the Barbados Bravery Medal from President Dame Sandra Mason during last year's Independence Parade. Welcome, Carrie and Carisha. To pause for parenting. It is my pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Now, before we go any further, I want you to tell me a little bit more about yourself, a little bit of what people know and people don't know. For example, what school you go to, how old are you, and something that they don't know about you. Tell me, Carisha. I go to school at Frederick Smith Secondary School. I turned 16 December 3rd. And something a lot of people don't know about me is that I quit. I, I'm shy. I don't really talk. I know it's a bit surprising with all the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm Miss Gary. Well, Carrie Skeet, mommy. Um, uh, not much to say about me, a single mom, raising three kids. I am I'm known by a lot of people as always out there, but deep down inside, I'm a very humble and soft soft person okay all right now i i first met you 
at the parenting class that we're conducting for the Ministry of People Empowerment Elder Affairs. And I remember in that class, you asked for some advice for Carisha. <laughs> um, um, what should she do? Because the, the incident with the um, gentleman had just taken place and she wasn't quite sure what to do. And you asked um, the class to help you decide. And, <laughs> and I, I was really impressed with you, to be honest. Um, you, were very, you were very honest, you were very humble. And I, I, I don't know, I, I just, you just stuck me, with me when I heard about the story as well. What, what made you decide to take the parenting class? Well, to be honest, I, I, with deep within, I was saying I wasn't doing a good enough job. I was going by my, my, my morals and my values, what I think, but that's only what I think. And I was having a lot of back and forth with the kids, dealing with three different personalities. Um, and everybody coming to a teenage age. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted um, an expert advice on how I should go about doing certain things. So then I heard about the class through my people empowerment group and I asked to join. Mm -hmm. Very good. We'll get back to you. How is it going for you yeah. um, so far? Carisha, you said that in the interview that your mother taught you and your siblings to help people and to be kind. But before all of this happened, when your mother would, would talk to you at home or on the bus or at night, whatever, about this being kind and helping people, what did you what did you first think about it? I mean, did it resonate with you or you think like, mommy, please? <laughs> well, I always like listen to what she says about helping people. I always want to help someone however I can. Well, to be honest, at first I was like, why would I help someone who wouldn't help me? But as I got older, I was I started to think I want to help everyone in every way. Mm -hmm. Now take us back to, to that moment on, on the bus when you realized what was happening to this to this gentleman. I mean, did you first think, well, what, what should I do? Suppose I make it worse. You know, I, I don't know what to do. What, what ran through your head when you saw what was happening with him? Well, I wasn't thinking that much. I just went right into action. It was scary. I was shaking up the whole day, like kept zoning out thinking, did I help? Did I make it worse? Is he going to be okay? Mm -hmm. Did I actually help? And when I finally got home, I heard that I actually helped him and he's going to be okay. So Craig, where were you? And, and what was your first reaction when you heard that, you know, what your daughter did? Well, I was at work and I saw a WhatsApp message from a lady, a friend, and she was like, um, this is your daughter? I said, my daughter? And she was like, um, this this um, post going around on social media saying, Carrie, she help a man on the bus. So I was like, um, where you hear that? So I, I said, all right, let me call you back. So I took my phone now and I called her teacher at school, um, her former class teacher, Mr. Griffith. And I said, did Carrie come to school and talk about helping somebody on a bus? And he was like, yeah, she came here and said I had a man on the bus. I had a seizure. And, you know, she would just be rattling off my head with these things. And, like, you know, care she can disappear. And they don't know what she's talking about. So he would go investigate more because at school they can't take the phones. So he cannot call her. Okay. So after he said he would talk to her about it, but she did mention it, then my sister called. And my sister said um, a man on the bus got a, caught a seizure. And um, you believe all the people that are stepping over here and... No, but they didn't really help him. We're just watching. I carry her bump because she see, 
and start to help the man. I said, turn you on the side, turn you on the side. I don't want to hit but he tell him, don't want to hit So my sister was recapping what happened because she was in the back of the bus, but she wasn't aware okay. that Carrie, she was actually this brave and to do this. And I said, you sure? Because <laughs> I was shocked because Carisha don't talk to nobody. Carisha don't interact. So this was quite shocking to hear Carisha. So it ain't digesting well, but... I was like, okay. So I, I got home from work first, just sitting anxious, waiting to hear what this ordeal of what Carisha did to help this man because mm-hmm. I was so surprised. Mm-hmm. And when you got home and you told mommy exactly what happened, mm-hmm. what happened? She was like, Carisha, you actually did that? Are you checking? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I know what to do. She was like, were you learning? I said, at school from Mr. Jim, Miss Payne. She was and so much shot she couldn't even like talk properly mm-hmm. wow no I, I want you because our time is going to go by so fast um i also found out that you lost your your father tragically and you've also been bullied at school mm-hmm. but you you've remained very positive and and i'm just oh. curious how did you deal with, with with losing your your dad and and how has it helped you in, in, in any way to, to become the person that you are today, as well as your mom, of course. Well, when he passed away, I went into a bit of a depressed phase. Mm. I went to therapy, but I don't really like it because I don't like to talk to people about my feelings. So we did that for a little bit. I went into a quiet place for, I would say, a few years. But he's the main reason why I want to become a doctor to help everyone so they won't go through the pain that I went through when I lost my father. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you tell um, other parents who th- their their child or children would have experienced a death or something, you know, that 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 would have changed what that would change them? What would you tell them from a child's perspective? What would you want them to understand? Yes, you. <laughs> in terms of how you were feeling and then perhaps maybe your mom or others reacted to you. Because, you know, some days as adults, we don't always understand, you know, how children are seeing things because you see things differently from us. Well, my mother tried to help help as much as she can. Um, you know, bend gifts, <laughs> always hugging, kissing. My whole family called me every day when it happened. Everybody checking out on me 24-7. And I I like that everyone cared, but I see something. I don't like that much attention. So maybe that's the reason I kind of went quiet. So mm-hmm. like, I say if I go quiet, maybe nobody ain't going to ask me that much questions. Because every time someone asked me a question, I was constantly reminded about it. And I just wanted to forget about it. Okay, I understand. I just wanted to hear from because, as I said before, you know, um, it's good to hear from from children what they're what they're thinking, how they're feeling. That like you said you went into yourself in a sense, and you wanted to to um, not not necessarily block it out, but to have your little time for your for yourself, yeah. you know, and 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 to grieve in in that sense. Um, Kerry, you said I quote, I feel like I had a completely different daughter because of how she was before the incident, and I guess she just would have described. Um, where she was in that quiet space, not talking to people. How 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 hard was it for you when she was going through that period? Well, I was lost. At first, I didn't know what to do. And me, myself, dealing with the pain because he was my friend. Like we were, I knew him when he was 13 years old. We went to school together. Mm. We also went to Frederick Smith. And 
it was like he wasn't always like the best person in certain areas. Um, he may be this to someone else, but he was a child father to me and a dad to Carisha. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of shocking because he was, he now left us. She was supposed to graduate the Friday and that was the Wednesday the incident occurred. He had left, no box, no cones for all of my kids. And he was like, I coming back, I coming back because he was supposed to go shorten to get matching outfits to go to this um, graduation. So like, him, like, him not coming back, I still recap it every day, like, what if I did keep he there for like five more minutes or uh, ten more minutes or five something? I was, I was blaming myself at first, and I was like, how I, I was lost. I couldn't. I, I really didn't know how to deal with it. We started to do counseling. Carrie shouldn't like it. The counseling or the therapy. I for one didn't like it because I don't like telling everybody a strange, a complete stranger how I feel, and if I don't really understand how I feel, so I was a bit lost, and I suffered with depression a lot after that up to now, but. It it all worked out, I guess. Like it was it was really hard and it still was hard up until recently because um the job I was in and not understanding Carisha and not understanding myself in certain areas. So it it, it was hard. Mm-hmm. And did you feel that anytime that you didn't have any any although you don't want to tell people your business, anyone to to, to share what was happening with you as well? Because Carisha was going through basically the same thing that you were going through. Yeah, I find because she didn't want to talk much, she didn't want to pressure her. I just let her be herself and do what she wanted to do because I know she was in a lot of pain. Her and her dad were more like best friends than me. Like, they were close. Mm -hmm. Me and her wasn't that close. So, like, it was, I had to relive, relearn Carisha again because what she would tell her dad, she wouldn't tell me per se. Mm -hmm. And then a guy that I was dating at the time, um, him and her, they created a bond because they were into this whole anime stuff and they used to have conversations better that I could have, that I could have. So um, he got through to her more than I did and I got information from him. About her. About her. So that's how I really got through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I, I know that, as I said, the, the pain of it all, I'm sure, would have been um, overwhelming at times, and you as a single mother, um, that's a whole other story to add on to it. But yet you have remained, despite the depression at times, despite the, the, the loneliness, et cetera, et cetera, you have still also found somewhere to remain positive and to, and to inspire yourself and to inspire your children. What, what, what is it that has kept you going? Well, I had a really good partner next to me because I am a challenge myself and dealing with all the emotions. Advice from a few close friends, um, present and past friends, talking to me all the time to be like, Carrie, you don't listen, you know, Carrie, you don't listen, you know. But don't think I you're listening. I just be hearing, you know. I mean, I not act according on your timing, but I just be listening. So, like, I find that I in a way better place now, understanding and learning this is why I took the class for parenting listening to other people advice and just trying to push forward like it, it takes a lot of strength it, it it takes a lot of strength and a positive mindset Carisha mm-hmm. now you've received this award what does it mean to you how did you feel when you actually was walking up that podium and meeting <laughs> the president and the prime minister was just there well it means to me that I helped someone and I'm grateful for it. 
and everyone is seeing that I'm helping people. I hope everybody will start to help everyone too. Mm. And when I got it, I was scared. What are you scared of? I was saying for now. Probably the whole of Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> At least the whole of Barbados was watching, right? <laughs> and you're also now a peace ambassador? Yeah. Yes. What does that mean? I am the maker of peace. <laughs> ah, all right. The maker of peace. Now, Kerry, um, as I said, it's not enough that you inspire not only your 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 children, um, you're also been working a lot in the, in your community. And as a single mother, as you said, you've been you've been struggling. I know that too has not been 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 easy. But again, what is it that despite all that you are going through, you are still reaching out to others? And there are others out there who would say, "But wait, would she mad or something? Why she just keep yourself quiet?" Yeah, because I I was told actually by the same partner, um, how is it that you're struggling? Are you tr- still trying to hurt everybody? Well, I have a voice. And I using it to help people. He said, you like a lot of talking. I don't. <laughs> so channel the energy into the right place. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like a lot of talk. I like a lot of talking. Talk to the right people. Use my voice. And then the um, situation with Carisha occurred, which um, boosted a lot more. So as a single mother, and I interact with all of the persons in the community. And I be like, hearing stories dating from men and women at hard. Um, we don't know how we can get this doing, how we can do this. And I be like, I don't know the same, but you know what we can tell you, I ain't giving up. I got something got to happen. As long as I wake up, something got to happen. So just keep holding the faith and keeping a positive mindset. As I said, that, that's the key because you can't give up. You cannot. For any time you give up, whoever out there, man, once you know that you, what you're looking to do and you push forward and keep doing it, it will all come to success one day at a time. Mm-hmm. So, Karisha, how does it make you feel when you when you hear and see the actions that your mother continues to do despite the hardship I'm sure that she experienced from time to time? Well, I said, oh, I see where I get my helpfulness from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad that she's doing this because I've been seeing a lot, me talking to children my age, saying, so it's hard watching my mommy or daddy can do things for me. And I wanted to do something for the community myself, mm-hmm. but no, I'm a child, can't really do all that. So when I heard my mommy was doing this, I was so happy. We could finally help people in the community and around. When, you know, Christmas coming, she do it at the right time. Everybody could get a gift and all that. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. What about your, your, your siblings in terms of their, you know, seeing all that is going on? They're obviously involved as well, I, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Almost every day, if I sense it happened, they come and say, catch you famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all they've been saying. And then they said they like it, even though my sister, I don't think she like it that much because she looks like me. So, you know, when she's in public, people will come up to her thinking she's me. Oh, okay. And she will come and say, Carisha, why some people come up to you all the time, sir? So? <laughs> <laughs> and my little brother, well, he always outside, so he really didn't know what be going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that you were inspired as well to 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 pass on the whole idea of of helping people mm-hmm. because you know sometimes we we are we can be in situations where we don't know what to do and fear can overtake you. Mm-hmm. So the whole question of how do I step out of myself and 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 reach out because I'm sure being on that bus I'm sure I might myself with okay I want to help I'm going to try to help you know but I'm also scared as, as well. So how do we inspire younger people like you? 
um, you know, in, in secondary school, whatever situation they're in, to to do something. It may not necessarily be the, be the the right thing in the sense, but but to do something that hopefully will will turn out to be positive. All I can say is that just help everyone, and you know, sometimes we all know some teenagers could be negative and they don't do that, but just be you. Help everyone in any way that you can. Help yourself, your family, your friends. Just help in any way you can. Mm-hmm. Now you know you told me you said you want to be a doctor mm-hmm. because you want to help. You want to help others. Um, have you decided in terms of what kind of doctor you want to be? Um, not exactly. I just want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And mommy, well, what are your thoughts in terms of her? Well, she did a phenomenal thing. If I was there, I probably I wouldn't be as knowledgeable as she is to do what she did. But I guarantee you, if I was there, I would be on my knees helping that guy the same way, mm-hmm. and are trying to. I mean, usually I run to Google. I be on Google <laughs> or YouTube looking this up, how we could help. Like I, I would have been helping regardless. On um, my knowledge to the situation, I would have been helping. Mm-hmm. Because you feel that is the right thing to do. Exactly. And this time, everybody needs a little help. All the time, people just need help. Some people more easy and asking and sharing. Some just got prayed and not asked, because that's me. I got a lot of prayed. Nobody can ever hear me coming and saying, I need help outside of my circle. It got to be somebody close to me. Outsiders? No. Mm-hmm. But I just help people. Just be kind. Like... It can't take nothing off you from being kind because at any day, you never know when you could be in any situation and when you or your family or anyone you know may need that same help. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to the, to what we talked about in the beginning in terms of the parenting class. I know I know you've missed a couple of classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what are your thoughts really in general in terms of anything that you've picked up in the class that perhaps you didn't realize or didn't know before and just the whole idea of of persons, you know, when the opportunity approaches, um, appears to, to to get some help. Yeah, like as I said, it was not doing. A, I find to myself, and that's my personal preference. I really you be doing great. You don't even know how good you be doing. I be like, yeah, but I could do better. There's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So I remember the guy Colin St. Hill. I think that's his name. Yes. that we spoke to when, um, I always write a lash, and he was like, when it starts with a slap as a child, then as a teenager, it it becomes a cuff. And then as an adult, it becomes a sword. So I came home after that class and I told the kids, because I always tell them everything. Um, we are going to no hit policy. Mommy ain't gonna laugh no more. We can find another way to work it out because I don't want to be, in the next few years, we having fist fights. So I implemented no lashing at all. Oh, right. Even though they're taking advantage of the situation. <laughs> No lashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, once or twice, her uh, my son Kazari, he would get me so angry, reflexes of slapping. Of course. But a one-off time. Then my daughter Caricia, she's been shooting real. Sometimes that happens too, but I implemented no lashing. The class has been helping a lot, even though I missed a lot. The event coming up and then the interviews with Caricia, and it's only me to be handling stuff with Carisha. My sisters and, as I said, all of her family from her dad's side, her granny, they also help, cousins and stuff. Um, but everybody was busy coming out the holiday season. And then the event was the first time and a lot of knowing and not knowing on what to do took a toll on me, mm-hmm. had me like, I haven't slept 
um, five hours for the past month. So since the event, I've been still going because I had some stuff left back. Took to the children home, then came back home. More stuff arrived in the mail that came late. Have to repack them now and take to the children home back again. So in the midst of all of this, uh-huh. you're still sticking to this no hit policy, right? Yes, no hitting, no hitting. Yes, because so. you understand the the whole concept of as you said, the sword moving from from the lash to the cuff to the exactly to the sword. So yes. no hitting, and the class has been helpful. Like uh, the last um, class I went to was the acclimation with the um, guy. I can't recall his name. He was very very helpful in ways with the social media. So much things that I didn't know that can happen, and then he taught me about the emojis and stuff that he chose to be using. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. So like it was it, the class is very educational. Um, I. I would like to recap all of the classes that I missed. So I was offered to, I can get to redo it since I missed some of them. Yes, so can. that was a brilliant opportunity for me there. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I wanted to do early childhood development and also event planning. Those are my main two things I wanted to get into. So the class for me is a brilliant start. Fantastic. So we are um, out of time. I just want you to leave us with some final words. As we, This is a brand new year. Things are going to be you know, rough. Um, there are also going to be good times and bad times. So I just want to give us a final word to inspire us as we continue in 2023. Carisha, you go first. Help others be you and wish all the best for New Year's. Well, for me, it's like whole firm. No matter how hard it gets, there's it can't rain forever. It can't last forever. Everybody just goes through something at some time. It's how you handle it. So, Fifth is the key, whole firm, and keep pushing forward. Talk to the kids. Talk. Trust me, they, do, they don't act like they're here, but then just be listening. Talk to the kids. Continuously. Yes, continuously and talk to the kids. And pray. And pray. Praying is the, trust me, praying is the key and holding the faith. Amen. Amen. Carisha and Kerry, thank you so much for coming on Pulse of Parenting and starting off our 2023 on a very high note. I said in the beginning that this would be an inspiring um, program. I, I It was been, has been inspiring for me. And, and Carisha, please continue. Continue don't matter what. Do what you know is right. Do the positive things. And I, I guarantee you, I hope I'd be wrong to see you when you become a doctor, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Not that I become your patient, but I will <laughs> say, yes, I know her. <laughs> and carry all the best to you for sure in 2023. Thank you so very much. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope that as you listened to this broadcast, you have benefited in some way and feel motivated to apply the information to your parenting experience. Once again, we at Paradise thank you for listening to Pause for Parenting. Remember, parenting is all-encompassing. Parents are their children's first and foremost teachers, guidance counselors, and nurturers. You are responsible for guiding and nurturing all aspects of your child's development, including their cognitive and educational development, as well as their social skills and emotional thinking. I leave you with these words of encouragement. Children are a gift from the Lord, a heritage and a reward, and are not to be seen as burdens. So train your child in the way that he or she should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I wish you a blessed and productive week ahead. Music